Friday, September 22nd on the Sleepers Podcast. Thanks for being here. This is typically a Riley Friday, and then we one time subbed him out and did a Briley Friday. I don't have a, a Riley pun today. I just brought on the most chaotic, entertaining person that I know personally. This is that boy, D Hill, aka Dion Hill Ford, is in the house, friend of the Sleepers for a long time. We've worked together on some content projects with Multiplicity. He's on the Break the Bank podcast, he's a degenerate gambler like us. And uh, with the concept of giving someone the keys to a Friday show, there's no clue where this could go. Like this, this could go in a thousand directions. So Dion, how's the energy today? Are you excited to be here? You're not in the hallway that you have always been in every time I've ever talked to you. No. So I'm in a hotel in Oregon right now. Um, I have like two queen beds, not one king, which threw me for a loop when I walked through the door. I've been sleeping in the, the queen bed farthest from the window I just found out it's day four here. I just found out the window's been open the whole time. So <laughs> it's, I mean, that's, it's that's, that's, that's absolutely insane. And for those of you out there who don't know Dion's many jobs with sleepers, um, he's VP of chaos. He's a VP of HR. Um, I mean, he really wears many hats uh, for sleepers. He's, he's a recent member of the discord now. So if you didn't join before, now we got Dion in there. If you, if that doesn't make you join, I don't know what will. Uh, but I mean, there is no sleepers without this man. I don't think you guys get it. Can we get a quick convo on the Discord, actually? Because uh, when you joined the Discord, one, I was very excited. Two, I thought you were like really going to thrive and kind of take that shit over and, and make a name for yourself. Like the Discord was now your Discord, not ours. Uh, I think you've posted once in the in the week that you've been there. What's going on there? Yeah, so there's two things. One, um, I have no idea how to use Discord. That's, <laughs> it's been an absolute learning experience for me. There's too many taps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then two, let me try and find his name just because I know he listens. Fam underscore three three. <laughs> like there just wasn't a lot of accountability for your main first half bet last week. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you were fired up every time they scored. I think they went up 10 to three. I believe the score was, I didn't hear from you for about an hour. <laughs> so I was like, what's going on here? I checked. <laughs> I, ch- I assumed they won because you said you'd update me with every score. I checked my betting <laughs> app and I was down the money. And I'm like, what happened? I checked the score. They lost the first half by about 10. So I'm, I'm an accountability first guy. I'm not saying <laughs> it's your fault, but like we could have pointed the fingers at me. So, I will defend fam quickly. That was a system play. That wasn't a a solo play for fam. That was a system play. The system last night was profitable. We rocked with a Georgia state first line or first half money line. They won the first half by, I think 14 points. They won that game outright. So fam has been giving winners. The very first entry point was not a winner. That's unfortunate for fam, but uh, I'll go to bat for my boy fam a little bit. That was a system play. Well, another disclaimer for him. Uh, when you have a system play, acknowledge it's a system play. That changes everything. I, d- I didn't know we had a system. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Uh, yeah. Okay. We could have done a better job spelling it out for you. We will do that in the future. And uh, fam is fam. Fam will respond to this. I'm confident. But before before we actually move on, Dion, I need you to actually. It's it's a main bet. Of course, it's a system play. <laughs> You think like you think? Well, you think we have to jump on main main black bears football? So, I, in my head, 
he went to Maine or Rhode Island and he knew something we didn't know. Like I thought he was at the school, like maybe in the student section. <laughs> would would the fact that fam is a mystery to us change this for you at all? Because the, the story on fam is that he knows us personally. He has shared personal stories of times together on a specific street in college. And we like we've narrowed it down to like five people he could potentially be, but he won't confirm to us who he is. Does that change anything? Um, so yes and no. What it really <laughs> changes is just how I view myself because this is how chaotic my head is. I knew that. Like you guys texted <laughs> me that as <laughs> before the game even started. And once they started to lose, I still decided that he went to Maine or Rhode Island. And it was <laughs> understood. Okay. All right. Well, great start. As you can see, this episode could go anywhere, boys. Uh, good day yesterday. A lot of comments, a lot of discussion in the Discord, uh, some crazy hypotheticals. So we have some good comments to get to today. But as always, we start the show with Carter Elliott's uh, question, comment of the day from the YouTube channel. I almost said Carter Elliott's word of the day. Because we fucked that up yesterday. We just totally forgot to do it. Uh, was the word actually monumental yesterday? Yeah. Yes, it was. Like no bullshit? Yeah, no bullshit. And I really tried to work it. I I, I don't know how I got to do it, but I need to work it in more naturally. Because right now, like, I don't know what it is. If I'm a poker player, like my give is insane. Like I'm twitching. I'm doing something. <laughs> I'm making it very obvious what the word is. So but I, I do have my word of the day already picked out and I'm going to work it in and I, I don't think you'll get it today. Okay. I'm excited for that. Uh, what's your comment of the day? Okay. Well, actually with Dion being a West coast uh, resident, maybe this will factor in and he'll be able to chime in on this a little bit. You boys don't recognize West coast teams. You're in love with East South conference teams, not to mention Midwest. It's almost like we're from there. Uh, your mouthpiece is for them. No mention of Arizona, SC, Colorado, UCLA, or Oregon. Shame. Do we not give enough love to those teams? I feel like we, we gave pretty good love to USC, and I'm a big Colorado guy. Yeah, we have we we have multiple videos on the channel in the last two weeks with USC being like the heart of the video, and we have multiple Deion Sanders videos in the last couple weeks as well. Yeah, so. I don't, and that, that might be they might be talking about basketball though. Well, the USC is talking. I was Arizona was my team last year. Like, did did we just not? I mean, I know a lot of people have shown up this summer, but like, did, people got to respect how much money I lost on Carcresa last year. Yeah, I'm Mary Mary Ruth <laughs> Farrell. If you want to dip into our uh, some of our old videos, we got some Isaiah Collier videos. We got some. Oh wait, actually, wait, wait, wait! I'm pretty, wait, I'm pretty sure I call Colorado a sleeper team. This was Mary. This is Mary who left this comment. Mary Ruth Farrell. Makes me feel a little better. What does that mean? I don't know. I just I, like if Mary's. I feel like it's a Karen almost, right? Like, like Mary. Oh, of course, Mary's upset with us. We're not talking about her team. No disrespect. Like, it just that's a Karen move. It's a Mary that no, move. That no disrespect held zero weight. That was a Mary move, was it not? <laughs> uh, we haven't I mean, talked. We haven't talked about Kirk Reese going to Dion's team yet. How are you feeling about that? I love it. Uh, if I was a college basketball player, that I would be him. <laughs> him and Raekwon battle. I love it. I've, I've lost. Boy, did I lose a good amount of money on those two last year. So the fact that I get to lose about like I get two for one. Uh, they're at my school and now I don't have to bet on them individually. I can just do it once. There you go. Save some save some units. Yeah. Any comments on Bob Huggins? I, I mean, listen, this is. <laughs> 
So he should have been fired the first time. That's what I'm going to say. If you're going to fire him, it has to be the first time. If (laughs) I'm a precedent guy, if we're going to establish a precedent where you lose a job over a DUI, I mean, West Virginia is never going to ever win anything because, (laughs) I mean, athletes do that like once a month. I'm sorry. Like, it just is what it is. (laughs) Yeah. Where's Coach K's nephew when you need him in Morgantown, right? I don't. I don't know. It just is what it is. Like Zion would have was wasn't Zion in the car for that, or what NBA player was in the car for that? Uh, Paolo. Paolo Bancaro. Paolo. Yeah. yeah, we would have we would have gotten rid of Paolo Bancaro if this is the precedent. Like that's just I'm not okay with that part. But in theory, him being fired, like I guess I get it. Yeah, it shows where, it shows where West Virginia basketball is too. No fall guy for DUI. It's a major issue. It true, truthfully is. And we, uh, we, we had a damn good team before firing him too, which is probably why I'm like, damn, we fired him over at DUI. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. Uh, Car, any other comments? Sometimes you've been bringing two to the table. Anything else today? Uh, just like a personal one is Malik Perry, uh, who's a Discord member, said, Carter, you had me crying. Never, ever talk about comics or superheroes. Your knowledge is a zero. Okay, now now I really got to get into it. The fact that people even idolize super superheroes is actually crazy to me. They were literally born with their powers or have hella money. They have a, they were born with a silver spoon in their mouth. Like, are we really idolizing Superman because motherfucker was born on Kryptonite or crypto wherever he was from? Like he was born into greatness. He didn't have to work for nothing. <laughs> like what? That's crazy to me. <laughs> Batman came from a billionaire family. Spider-Man got bit by a spider. Like, n- none of them grinded for this. Wait, wait, wait. No, getting bit by a spider is adversity, right? No. Who, who didn't get bit by a spider? You just get by, you just got bit by a spider that had some some something messed up with it. Are these just the big right three? Here? Like, do, do you have problems with other superheroes, too, outside of the big three? Or is this just a big I three? I mean, honestly, for real, I like villains better because villains got it. Like, villains are, they got it out the mud. They weren't blessed with anything. That's why they're villains. Like they're ugly as hell, or they just had a really tough life, and that's why they're villains. Superheroes, they're just silver spoon. Born on third base. Shout out Ryan Day. Like Okay. Uh, I appreciate the energy from you today. It, it it seemed like you came into this episode and something was wrong. Is that a correct interpretation? I feel like you're upset today. I don't like because Malik keeps coming at me and I don't like it. Is that really it? Because I was going to say this prior to this superhero tangent. Like, I I just feel like you're a little off today. Is everything okay? I think so. Okay. All right. I don't know. Normally, you're like real excited to see Riley, and I don't feel like you're excited to see Dion right now. I'm scared. For, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little fearful. All right. <laughs> this could be our last episode. Understood. Okay. Be okay. Last episode. It was a great last episode. Uh, Thank you to Malik, even though Carter just kind of went at you a little bit there. And thank you to Mary, even though I am mad at you. Let's go to the Discord. We're going to have to sift through a lot of these comments today, Carter, because uh, there's a lot of good ones. There's also just a lot of back and forth discussion. But um, Ulamog starts us off by saying thanks for spoiling the word of the day. We probably shouldn't have just written out that it was monumental in the Discord. But uh, luckily, you can play along today, and I'll actually remember today. Travis Nelson says greg telling people to grow up and not wear a jacket for the car ride in the winter made me lose it however your opinion would change going through a up winter <sighs> would it because like i've been to the up in the summer albeit but like 
is the UP really that different cart? Yeah, UP's insane. Like they get a foot of snow minimum. How far up the U in the UP are we? Because like if I if I'm in the lower quadrant no, of the UP, I'm not worried. It, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Once you step into the UP, it's a UP winner. Once I cross that bridge, you're telling me I'm just gonna start shivering? Yeah, during the winter, yes. I don't know that that's true. I'd like so to. So is Travis agreeing with your take about wearing shorts? Um, I don't know. I can't tell. Can, can we get a ruling from Deanna? Well, I guess Deanna doesn't know. Like the coldest it gets in the bay is probably what sixty four. Where, where is UP? Like, what is that? <laughs> Up, Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Oh, it's okay. the how how it's split in half. It's the the top half. Listen, I'll tell you what. Here's my uh, here's my take on snow. Uh, and rain for that matter uh, both are just really stupid like it makes no sense that stuff should just be falling from the sky like ever um and then when it get, <laughs> i am known though so i'm probably gonna be on she's side here so I've, I've been to the snow sadly four times i can't discuss two of those times on here or else it would be your last episode. <laughs> but uh, the two other times I was told, hey, do you have snow boots? And I was wearing uh, Jordan 11s. And I said, if MJ can score 40 in these, I think I can walk through a little snow. Immediately fell. Immediately <laughs> fell. <laughs> uh, I'm dying that you called it, I've been to the snow. <laughs> like like, like, it's, it, a like it's a state. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, let's move on. Tristan Freeman busting brackets. A lot of discussion on if he should drop the Tristan Freeman in his name and just go by busting brackets or vice versa. Uh, company guy there. I respect it either way. But he says third options that may be better than Aikens. I'm just going to fly through these. Damian Dunn, Wuga Poplar, Kevin McCuller, Dylan DeSue, Iso Igadaro, Stephen Castle, TJ Bamba, Deshaun Harris-Smith, Pell Larson, Cody Williams, Aaron Estrada, DJ Wagner, Graham E.K., Carter what do you make of this? You were the one who said Aikens is the best third option in the country. Two things here. Aikens is not the best third option in the country. That's the first thing. Let's say that he is a good third option. Second of all, some of the ones that Tristan listed aren't third options on their basketball team. There's a lot of second options in there and shit. There's a couple of first options too. So who's the first option on that list? Uh, I mean, I think DJ Wagner. Well, actually, no, because Antonio Reeves. Sorry, I take back the first thing. A lot of second options on there, though. Who's the second option? <laughs> I think DJ Wagner is a second option. I think Stefan Castle ends up being a second option. I think uh, yep. Damian Dunn. I, I make fun of you for pronouncing. I called him Stephen Castle. Right it's it's Stefan Castle. Yeah, that that's on me. That's a bad pronunciation mishap. No, um, it's okay. okay. I, I I mean, wouldn't you say that Oso would be a second option? Uh, I did not call looking also. No, Cam Jones, Cam Jones. Okay. Well, I can make an argument for also though. I feel like, yeah, there's a lot of like mid mid. But but the main thing is that I overreacted by saying that Jade Nake is the best third option. I appreciate that. Look at you coming full circle. Let's move on. Uh, call me a circle. A lot of I said, look at you coming full circle. A lot of discussion uh, off of that question or the comment from Tristan. Just a lot of people listing people. And then I said, uh, is Aiken some monster that I don't realize? The guy averaged nine a game and NBA teams have zero interest in him. Like, what's the difference between Jaden Aikens and Frankie Collins? I'll that give was, you your chance. That was me. Give, that was yeah, my I'll give you your, I'll give you your chance to apologize for that comment. 
so that was obviously meant to like upset you and maybe it works. Maybe that's why you came with some negative energy today, but being serious though, they haven't done a lot different from each other in their college careers thus far. I think Frankie Collins had a better year last year than Jay Nakins. As far as options go, he was the second option on a tournament team cart. You're not going to let this fly. I'm just going to let you speak. I'm not, I don't got anything to say. I think this is ridiculous. Uh, I think that I think that is the worst comment I've ever heard from you. I don't think that's true. What is what does Frankie Collins do better than Jay Nakins? He was more productive than Jay Nakins last year. For an Arizona State team that, that made the, the tournament, that made that was, the tournament, that was in that was in the play-in. You're acting like he didn't elevate that group. That team stunk. Frankie Collins is a good player for him. He, Frankie Collins was even Frankie Collins was probably the third best player on that Arizona State team. So so some Jay Nakins shit. Yeah, but but everything that everything that Jay Nakins does, he does better than Frankie Collins. Literally everything, everything. If you go down the stat sheet, that's and things not that true. Done in basketball, he does everything better than Jay than that, Frankie Collins. That's not true at all. Frankie Collins yes, it, is a yes, much is. much better facilitator than Jay Nakins. That ass, you you Jay Nakin. Well, no, like, cause uh, can we at least be honest? It's in between the two of us because, like, you're trying to act no. like Jay Nakin's is like a no. pass first guy now. I don't want to argue it's in between the two of us because it's not. It's like clearly Jay Nakin's. You just don't like Jaden. No, what I'm saying is it's in between you saying Aikens is the best third option in the country and me saying he's worse than Frankie Collins. It's in oh, between. I'll say it's in between. I already said. In already between, said, I already said he's not the best, but you haven't admitted that. Frankie Collins isn't better than Jay Nakins. What do you think that Jay Nakins is some like killer though? Because you think, literally... no, I don't. But what do you think Frankie Collins is? A really good passer. Like he's that... better at passing than Jay Nakins. How is that a question? How is that like a controversial statement that upsets you? Got it. So the guy that plays point guard for an Arizona State basketball team is a better passer than Jay Nakins. At what point? Like, yeah, like, yeah, right. Dude, sorry, are they isn't just that, isn't that obvious? Oh, oh, poor, poor Jaden Akins that he's actually Cassius Winston and they make him play the three, but yet he should rush back to sign up to do that then, right? Like, are, are you just admitting that you misuse him so horribly? He's sorry, that I'm good and doesn't Frankie play point guard? stats right now. This is hilarious. What just, just really funny. I mean, I'm looking at Jaden Akins' stats and they're kind of funny too. <laughs> what? Frankie Collins, 40 from the field, 33 from three, 62 from the line. Like, what do we... <laughs> That's very close to Jay Nakins, literally. Is it? Yes. Is it? Is yes. It okay. Interesting. Because I'm pretty sure Jay Nakins shot 40% from three. Go ahead and get down to that assist. What, Frankie averages four? What's Jaden? One. Wow, what a what a elite passer, right? There's nothing he does that's worse than Frankie Collins. That's what you just so told. So Frankie me. Collins is a better passer than Jay Nakins. Yes. Cool. Hang the banner. I will hang the banner. Like that's just crazy. stop stop that's gassing crazy. up this dude. No, like, stop gassing up Frankie Collins for I'm not even gassing him Arizona up. State. I'm trying I'm trying it's to make insane, I'm man. trying to make a point that you need to stop gassing up Akins. Frankie Collins I'm is not. a bad player. I'm not gassing him up. I say he's a good third option and then you go all the way to Frankie Collins is better than him. That's because what I'm wrong. because what I am trying to show you is that Frankie uh-huh. Collins is better at certain parts of basketball than this player you think is the best third option in the country. Frankie Collins stinks. There you go. 
He's better like he, at parts of basketball than Jay Nakins. So yeah, stop passing so up Jay so, pa- so he passes, but just let's move on. We're not going to get to a point where we agree, and I hate you. Okay. Should we do the Madi Sissoko game next? What is he? Is he a top 10 center now? No, he's ass. What is he? Let's let's do it all. Nine points ass. a game and one assist. This dude's some mon- – the NBA had so much interest in him. Jesus Christ, man. Jeff Parks says, I believe it is a unanimous opinion here that Carter and Greg have something special cooking. We don't, Jeff. Okay. <laughs> so, damn it. Uh, he then goes on to say there's an old saying behind every good man is a good woman. What's the possibility of a show before the season starts that includes the Mrs. Sleepers? Should we do that, Cart? I don't, you think it would, I don't even know they'd agree to come on. Mal didn't seem very interested in the idea. I think I could convince her, though. If you could convince Mal, I could probably convince Meg. So I, I think if we did that, it would have to be like a, like we say the wives are going to do a show on this day. Give any questions you want the wives to answer. And then we just give the wives a list of 20 questions and they have to answer all of them. And that's the show. And then I edit it. I think that could work. That'd be pretty hilarious. It'd be like a little bit of like hoop with mixed in with some, I don't know, some Kelsey Ballerini takes or was that that, that lady's name? Yeah, that's disrespectful. By the way, Kelsey's my girl. Any thoughts, oh. Dion? Should we let the girls do the Absolutely. show? Absolutely. I think I think that'd be that should be like your season preview show. And you should mix in like 10 big 10 questions and just keep track of if they're right or not. Kind of like when um, like the wives of a husband group do a fantasy football league and then they end up beating the husbands type of thing. Do ask the same questions you guys would ask yourselves and see who's right or wrong. I really like that. And I think they'd probably do better than we would. We should ask them who's better, Jade Nakins or Frankie Collins to start. That could be fun. Can I comment on Jaden Akins real quick? Please. So there's a couple red flags for me when it comes to players. Um, I do want to point out (laughs) that Carter saw, what was the name of that pro-am that they do at Michigan State every year, essentially? Moneyball. Moneyball. And uh, you came back talking about, like, how good Jaden, like, I believe the word you called him was superstar in a group chat cart. And my response was, I'm sure he's good. So, like, fast forwarding a year to see where we're at now is kind of hilarious to me. But there's a couple of red flags with players. When your three point percentage is higher than your field goal percentage, like, that is a problem. Especially they're the same, they're the same though. Yeah. Well, kind of. I mean, he's 42% from the field, 42.2% from three. Still a red flag. On, on sleepers, that's the same. Yeah, well, listen, <laughs> we're a roundup and round down podcast, even though we're not, a, even though we're not a mad podcast. That's always been a part of our principles. Yeah. Well, listen, Ty, Ty goes to the runner and he's not here. So I'm the runner. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so like it's still higher. That's a huge red flag. He had 293 points last season on 262 shots. I will say this about Aikens from what I've seen. He's probably one of like the bounciest people in the league or country, I should say. Um, how do you, how can you shoot that horribly from inside the three point line when you're that athletic? Like that's a problem. Yeah. Well, it's kind of crazy because he's actually, I mean, that's really a problem with him that I don't think he's necessarily addressed. Like he's good if he can get downhill and like, if some guy's going to jump with him, he can jump with them, but he's also like not driving down the lane and like just raising up like a la like John Morant. Like he actually struggles at the rim, which is probably just, 
probably just you can contribute that to him just being kind of small. Like he's still only six two, and he's not like overly strong. So, uh, I mean, if he had if he had Frankie Collins' build, he'd probably be better. I don't think you should disrespect him. I mean, calling the man not overly strong seems crazy. I think he's strongest third option in the country. He's not stronger than Frankie Collins, actually. Well, he does everything else better. I don't know. Just saying. All right, Dion, I think you're going to like this comment from Fam. Who gets uh, grades up? Fam, Fam needs a State of the Union on paperback books. Are they cooked? Outside of school, he hasn't read one since. Never. We're on to the digital era, folks. Then he goes on to say, maybe save this for Monday when Riley's not on the show, which is hilarious. Uh, he's not on the show today, so we're going to talk about it. I love that a lot of people responded to this. Like We had a nice dialogue in the Discord about the state of paperback books last night while I was taking tequila shots. So uh, who wants to go first here? Dion, do you want to address paperback books first? I would love to. Uh, first, I just want to give a state of the union on myself. Uh, I found this section as you guys were talking about it. This is the most amazing section of the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> I really have to learn how to use Discord in the next like two hours. Um, <laughs> paperback books are cooked. Books in general are cooked. Like, do we need words? Like, what do we need? Like, we are the novel. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even do research for bets. Like, what am I going to do research on something else for? Um. I the most my research does is if your YouTube video takes longer than three minutes to explain to me how to do anything, I'm not going to watch it. So you have three minutes to convince me that you know what you're talking about. And if you can't do that, then in my opinion, like, why would I listen to you? Because someone else can't. See, I'm a I'm a book aesthetic guy. Like I brought it up in the comments. Like, you know, how Brian just holds the book all the time. On the, Like, that's how I operate. Like, I got a stack of books to my left here at the office desk. Haven't touched one of them. But like aesthetically, the books are slapping. There's like different colors, coordinations. If I wanted to, you know, show a certain cover of the book, I'd be willing to rock. Uh, fun fact about me is. Every single New Year's resolution that I make, I'm a big New Year's resolution guy. I love like actually making them and actually trying to work on them and stick with them. One that always stays is that I'm going to be like a reader for a year. Last maybe two months, I get like halfway through a book and then I'm like, what am I doing? I'm Why am I reading? And then I just stop. So that's where I am. Uh, don't be a, don't be a, like a fake reader like me like just read to read and be like oh my god knowledge it's 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 weird yeah i think it was two years ago you started sending like daily snaps of your 10 pages and that that expired Well, because it was like read 10 pages a night and it seemed so easy and i really was doing it it was actually helping me sleep but then i'm like ah like early slate tomorrow yeah this 10 pages could be research. It gets hard to read when sports outside of baseball season come back. Like if, if you expect me to read on a Friday night when Wisconsin's at Purdue, there's just not a chance that's happening. Like you could maybe get me in the month of July when there's absolutely nothing going on. Um, but we we had a long discussion. I don't even think it was on the podcast ever. Maybe it was. But years ago, you and I had a thing of what's weirder to say you haven't read a book in 10 years or to say you haven't had a glass of milk in 10 years. That was the thing. Uh, you think it's weirder to not have read a book, correct? Because you, you're you you're not a milk guy. Yeah, I haven't had a, I have not had a glass of milk since 2015. 
yeah, I think it's much weirder to uh, not have had a glass of milk, in my opinion. Dion, when's the last time you had a glass of milk? Like by itself? Yeah, just like a just a glass of milk. <laughs> to that the I'm I'm all of five eight, about a buck fifty, buck fifty five at most. The answer to that might be never. <laughs> <laughs> it's very far. Uh, I definitely was well underneath eighteen. <laughs> I'm that was uh, time I read a book though. So. <laughs> I, I'm pretty interested in like just bringing back the concept of drinking a glass of milk. Like I may start just doing that on episodes, Cart. I feel like that would make you uncomfortable, which would make me entertained. I don't know. It's it's not the honestly, it's not even the concept of drinking a glass of milk. It's drinking a glass of of real milk, as opposed to like almond milk. Yeah, like I, real milk disgusts me. Wait, so you would drink almond milk, but not real milk? I mean, I wouldn't drink a glass of milk regardless. But like, if I had to drink a glass of milk, it'd be a glass of almond milk. Yeah. I just it's impressive that you were wrong about something you just don't do like <laughs> that takes a lot of skill. <laughs> uh, OK. And then a lot of just response to the book stuff in here. People all over the place. Some people saying they're big book guys. Illini Trav says he'll never go digital. Uh, Coy says he reads a ton. Fam's down for audiobooks. So interesting. Uh, very wife's all over a, the wife's place. a big book book person gee don't she read like a book a day yeah she's uh i think she read like 160 something books last year maybe i don't remember but trying to exceed that number kind of difficult now that we're parents though just less time available does she count the children's books as a book no that doesn't count she, she doesn't want to be great i've also thought about this by the way a little tangent here but i i'm pretty sure i would be a historically great children's book author I could see that actually. <laughs> I I could not see that. I don't really know how to begin with it, but like I, I feel like I would end up making like heartwarming children's stories about like very fucked up things that would be funny. And I don't know how. I don't know. I feel like it'd be like a, it it sends shockwaves through the children's book world for like the first two books, and then the third book you'd say something that was like, okay, he's taking it too far. I might. I don't know. I might try to write one. It might start with like. Daddy got a backdoor cover <laughs> and just make it a heartwarming tale for the whole family. Uh, okay. Malik Perry says he's going after me because uh, I made way better sense. He says Aiken's minutes doubled as a result. His stats increased with little drop off 16 points, four rebounds, three assists, three block, one steal against Kansas state. Give that man some respect because he is that good. He is good. That's the only great game of his career because Michigan State doesn't utilize him in a way that allows him to be good. What do you want from me? The guy averaged nine points a game last year, and you guys are making him out to be Shannon Brown. Like, is he ever going to do it? Is he going to crack 10 points a game before he leaves East Lansing? Genuine question. Like, Cart, is that going to happen? Is he going to score 10 a game this year? That's not a high bar. What? Like you, you can't just shut down. People come here to listen to Why? your podcast. You can't just shut down. Oh no, I I okay. Truthfully, I think he is gonna crack 10 points a game this year because we're gonna need him to pick up some of the scoring drop off that comes from guys like Joey leaving. Okay. All right, that's a fair take. And didn't he average like was it like no no bullshit like decimal one? Wasn't it like nine point eight? Yeah, it was nine point eight. That's nine. 
we're you're going back on our principles. We always round up. Oh, well, I guess we always do it. No, it's, it's our back. principles aren't round up or round down across the board. Our principles are round to whatever our argument is. That, I was just about to say, you're right. Okay, you're right. Correct. Yeah, correct. I'm, I'm sticking to the principles here. And then Malik goes on. Said I can't just shut down because I wish I could sometimes. Like if you're texting me this, I'm probably shutting down. Yeah, I, like I'm going to hit you up after this genuinely and just be like, are you all right? Like, I I can tell you're just mad. Don't want to be here today, which is tough. That's a tough look for a podcast where people care most about coming to listen to Carter Elliott. Like, I do want to be here, but sometimes you upset me. Uh, well, Malik probably wants to upset you. He says now for Carter, Batman don't have a whip and he's really cool. Batman does have a whip. Yeah, isn't like <laughs> is the is the Batmobile not a thing? He then says Spider-Man is top 10 at least. Is that a low bar? <laughs> like, There's not 10? that many superheroes, is there? I was going to uh, ask, are there more than 10 superheroes? Like <laughs> like he's got the edge over Captain Underpants or something? What the hell are we doing here? Malik, Malik said, okay. Dude, All right. What do you want, Dion? <laughs> We're not going to disrespect Captain Underpants. That very well may be the last book I read covered. <laughs> that is a good book series. We're not going to do that. <laughs> Malik's favorite superhero is Superman. In a silly voice, this man is allergic to his home planet. Wow. Saying Superman is a character that is lame to me. He's the worst fighter. And without his powers, he's the most useless, too. I've already said my superhero bit. Silver Spoon, Silver Spoon boys who wear spandex. All right. Uh, understood. Uh, I'm just scrolling through to make sure we didn't miss anything else. A lot of superhero talk after that. Oh, yeah. One great comment. We'll end with this today from Basketball Jones. This was at 157 in the morning, by the way. Love that that's where Basketball Jones' head is at. He's been a critical addition to our community on the Discord. He says, hypothetically, you have to bet half your life savings on picking the NCAA tournament winner. You can pick one of the following four options. You can take four teams to win the NCAA tournament at plus 500 odds. You can get eight teams to win the NCAA tournament at plus 250, 12 teams at even, 16 teams at minus 200. Which option do you take and who are your teams? Again, you have to bet half of your life savings on one of these options. Okay. I think I'm going eight teams at plus 250. And I'm going to go Purdue, Michigan State, Kansas, Creighton, Duke, UConn. And then I will go, let's see. Mm, it's tough. I got two more. I feel like I got to get. Oh. Uh, sorry I'll go Texas and then I will go just for safety purposes I feel like I got to pick this team even though I truly don't believe in them I will go Marquette okay Dion what would you do so he doesn't specify what you can do with the other half of your life savings so I'm going to take four teams Duke UConn um Texas and Purdue. And I just need one to get to the final four. And then with the other half, I'm hedging. <laughs> I mean, that's actually... and, and what if one of them don't get there? Well, we, we don't <laughs> focus on that. 
it's a pretty good strategy. Um, so I, I'm going a different route and I think someone said this below. I'm trying to remember who, uh, I think it was line. I Trav who said this, my only goal with this would be to not lose the money. It wouldn't be about maximizing winnings whatsoever. It would be just, uh, how do I not lose the money? So I would take 16 teams at minus 200 and I would just bet the top 16 teams period. And I, I realistically, I don't think somebody outside the top 16 has a chance. That's pretty smart. Pretty smart. Not, not as fun. But pretty not, smart. Not as fun, but like, I mean, not not to throw some numbers around, but like minus two hundred isn't a crazy like penalty here. Like, if I bet half sure. my life savings, I would still make some money on minus two hundred. Was like, it I'll, minus? I'll oh, it was minus two hundred. Yeah, actually, technically, getting sixteen teams at minus two hundred is really great odds. I'll take the safe route. Can we do futures this year? We can. Do you want to actually bet them, or do you want to just do them? I kind of want to like have maybe like five teams that we pick that we have futures on. I'm down for that. If we do it together, I am notoriously impatient as a futures better though. Like I, Same. I don't like I, it. I've had this USC to make the college football playoff um, uh, ticket in my, in my uh, DraftKings account for so long. And there's been some tough days that have come these past couple weekends. And I've been so close to hitting that cash out button and just figuring it out. Yeah. It's brutal. It's not fun. Dion, you want to do futures with us? Can we can we make that a group effort? So I'm I'm in, uh, but I am known for the quote, why would I bet a future when I can just bet the team every single game? <laughs> I like that. Honestly, I'm, I'm with that, man. Uh, you guys basically did that with USC last year, right? Like there was yeah. no need for a future. Just going to bet that every game. Are you both still betting USC every game, by the way? Yes. I also placed in Alabama to make the college football playoff future, which is why I don't make futures. (laughs) What happens when USC plays Colorado? So luckily, Travis Hunter's out for that game. So I can wrap my head around betting USC because it's next week. I bet on a USC game in some form or fashion. So for that game, I'll probably do like the over. Okay. And just like hope USC wins 60 to 50. Got it. Okay. I feel like the way I'm approaching Colorado this year is how you guys approached USC last year. Like I'm just, I'm blindly betting them every game until given a reason not to. Um, okay. Great day. Great week from the comment section. I appreciate everybody in the discord. Uh, in fact, I want to give a quick shout out to a new member of the discord, Ryan, the lion one, one, two, seven. Great name, by the way, uh, joined a little after midnight last night. And this is what he said. I hope he's okay with me reading this. He said, he's finally joined as an opening statement and an MSU student and super fan. I'll say this, Greg, you used to drive me crazy. I thought you were just an MSU hater, but I've grown to very much enjoy most of your takes. Carter, keep on doing your thing. Go green. I love your guys. Dynamic and ability to make a podcast informational, but also fun with other topics too. keep it up. That gave me a lot of momentum for my weekend. I'm not going to lie. So thank you, Ryan the Lion. Can I, can I, can I also leak a, a DM that was sent to me by Ryan the Lion on Discord at 927? This is, don't know, don't mean to sound creepy, but do you by any chance live in the Beverly Hills, Franklin area? That's where I lived and grew up. Don't live there currently. I went to a high school called Groves. That was a high school I was going to go to if I didn't go to Country Day. And I feel like I've seen someone that looks exactly like you in the area, but I don't know if I'm bugging. Ryan, that's me. Not, me. not many like me around this area. That is me, my brother. Next time you see me, make sure you say what's up. Shout out to Ryan Lai, and we appreciate you joining. And uh, that was a very nice comment to take us into the weekend. So thank you. Now we turn it over to VP of Chaos, Dion Hill Ford, that boy D Hill. Uh, I'm terrified. Three topics today. The floor is yours. Where are we starting? So... I'm I'm going 
I'm just going to describe the three topics. You guys can choose which one you want to start with. The first one is probably a little dangerous. <laughs> The, the second one is a fun hypothetical that I came up for the two of you. And the third one is just weekend preview, I guess you could say. How are you pick? I kind of want to start out with the one that might be a little bit uh, on edge. I'm blurring lines a little bit. Just dive in. Don't dip a toe. All right. Yeah, let's, come on. let's do that. Let's do that. All right, so I want to talk Mel Tucker a little bit. I, I've, heard you, <laughs> I've heard you guys talk about him on here. And I think I agree with G's points the most. I want to lead off by saying credit to Michigan State for firing him in the fashion they did. I wish it was a little sooner, but I do understand why they did the investigation and they covered their bases and everything. And I want to say shame on Mel Tucker. At one point, he was the highest paid African-American coach in sports history. So for him to do this really sets back a group of people that have a tough time getting to the position he's in anyway. So I want to say shame on him. Now I want to say shame on Michigan state too. This list of coaches, <laughs> this list of coaches that they've come up with is absolutely insane. In my opinion, it signals that they're just like, they're, they're just okay being in basketball school. And car, I want to get your opinion on this, like the most, cause it's like they had the highest paid coach in college football two years ago, I believe it was. And they've made a college football playoff. Not that many teams have done that. So it's like, why, why are you doing this to yourselves? Uh, okay, so I'll start out by saying this. As far as, like, coaching, like, who, what coaches we want, like, I feel like we could go out there and say, we want this coach, we want this coach. And Greg might feel differently about this. And, you know, when you put it like that, Technically, I guess Michigan State should be able to get any coach they technically want, right? If they want them, they should be able to get them. I personally don't see the football program like that. I don't necessarily know if Michigan State is a school that if they want somebody, they can get him. Um, especially now because we made the mistake of giving that horn dog $95 million. So it's like, we're not going to do that. Honestly, even if, throw a random name out, if Nick Saban wanted to come, we might be even reluctant to give him $95 million because we've been scorched. Like that, that is what it is. You're just going to be scared to do that again. Um, but I don't know. I I personally don't see Michigan State as like a we can get any coach we want type of school. Uh, and Greg might feel differently than that. Uh, I do feel different to the premise, I think. Like, I think the if I'm understanding what you're saying correctly, I think the reasons you believe Michigan State can't get any coach are different than my reasons for thinking they might have trouble with it. I don't think there's like a like to Dion's point, they made the playoff, they have the money. The the Spartan athletic brand as a whole is probably one of the top 20 most valuable ones in college sports, in my opinion, just like mm -hmm. overall and basketball is a big part of that. But like there are resources here, there's new facilities. There's, there's a lot of stuff that's been pumped into what was Mel Tucker, but like that would be appealing to somebody big to take over here. Mm -hmm. uh, I do believe this list is a poverty program list. Like I, I just do. If Mike Elko is the biggest name on your list, what are we doing here? Like I, I said, it felt like a Minnesota list a couple days ago. Um, 
I, I don't know. It feels like a mid-major list like that. It just is what it is. And I know like fans are kind of throwing out some bigger names. We threw out some bigger ones. Um, like it, there's been like the Urban Meyer flirtations. I don't think that's realistic, but my stance has always been go get a veteran coach. That's a big name. That's coached at other big programs. I think there's plenty of them across the country that you would have to hire away. But in my opinion, Michigan state is a position that could do that. Now, the the one hesitation I have is I don't think people want to work with this administration. Like, I, I just think nobody trusts Michigan State's board of trustees right now. I don't think they trust the athletic director um, because of how they handled this. Like, there are things coming out that are like the AD knew about this shit for months and didn't do anything like cool. and now they're airing his dirty laundry. Like, does any coach really want to go to some place where the board is going to air your dirty laundry? Like. It just seems iffy, and I do think like the biggest names would just be like, there's no way I'm coaching there, but there's a middle ground between the best we can get is the guy who is at Kent State <laughs> and <laughs> Nick Saban. Like, find someone in the middle of that. Yeah, but but, but who, who is that, though? I have a list. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, thank you. I have a four-coach list, and I'm going to start from the most unrealistic and go to – the fourth coach that I'm going to name, like, if you say you don't think you could get him, you're just like, you're about as wrong as when you said you'd rather have almond milk than regular milk. I'm just going <laughs> to be um, So the first coach, all these coaches make less than Mel Tucker made, by the way. So the first coach is Lane Kiffin. And the reason I think you guys could get him is, A, he, he makes less than Mel Tucker. Ole Miss gave, the, gave him, like, literally everything they possibly could to get him to stay this offseason. And... He already can't compete in an SEC that doesn't include Texas and Oklahoma. So why would he stay there when they're on the way? They're actually competing this year, though. But, like, they're competing for Ole Miss. You guys made a college football playoff card. That's different types of competing. I know, but, like, I also don't want to carry that, like, Michigan, we won this national championship back in 2000 energy. We did make the college football playoff. We got got blasted, but we made it in, like, 2000. What was it, G13? Um, you no, know, 15, maybe 15? 15, 15 or 16, 15 or 16, 15. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, eh, I don't know. I've also like Lane Kiffin in general has always struck me as like a sec guy, but that's my biggest thing. I think he's a warm weather guy. I don't think he's coming to Michigan winners. Okay. So, so that was, that's the reason I think he's the most unrealistic is the weather. But I like the energy on your list so far. Keep away. I need this. I need the other three. By the way, he, he's also a horn dog too. But like, you ain't got to worry about him doing what Mel Tucker did. <laughs> like, like, I'll just put it that way. Uh, Chip Kelly. That's the second man. He's already going to the Big Ten anyway. So you can't really use the weather as like, a oh, he doesn't want to coach in the cold because he's not going to have a choice. Like they're going to be playing on the road at Minnesota at some point anyway. I believe so I looked the numbers up. This is, again, chaotic brain. I looked the numbers up. I thought I wrote them down. I didn't, but I believe <laughs> I believe he makes $5 million in comparison to Mel Tucker's 9.5. Hmm. Okay. Thoughts, Cart? Uh, I've never actually been the biggest Chip Kelly just guy in general, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I just I, I think I maybe think pessimistically, is that the word pessimistically or negatively about guys leaving the place they're at to come to Michigan State? Like, are you leaving UCLA to come to Michigan State for a four million dollar 
pay raise you are. If it, my list is under the assumption they would spend the same amount on this coach they spent on Mel Tucker. Okay. And I'm also making I'm also making the assumption that these schools would like be like, no. Like I think if I'm UCLA, they have the money, they'd be like, I will match whatever Michigan State will pay you. See, I don't think UCLA cares about football. I don't think they would match that. Yeah, good point. Okay, I like I like that call out. I do. I like just roster stuff. Like, is Chip Kelly gonna leave superstar freshman quarterback though? But like that's that's, that's a smaller he can, thing. He can come with them. He's from Michigan. Say, that's yeah, actually true. Okay, that's bring them. I might really like Chip Kelly. Who's number three? <laughs> okay, so the third one, and this one I think is only realistic because he literally said word for word, Colorado doesn't have the money to pay me. Deion Sanders. And to be fair, the most unrealistic part of this is every college should be making the same call because Colorado doesn't have the money to pay. Mm. So do we we think Dion's just out the moment he gets the Mel, Mel Tucker contract offer? Yeah, I, I don't think he is until his sons leave. Well, why wouldn't they just go though? They can't. It'll be two time transfer. Yeah. They get a waiver. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> NCA is starting to really crack down on them waivers. For Shadur Sanders and Dion Sanders, that <laughs> waiver will appear. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> uh, I think I think he's the least likely on the list thus far. Mostly because the the waiver rule, but if once his kids are out, also like I don't know, does he want to coach after his kids leave? Isn't this kind of just like the family's moment, and it's great? I think he does. I think <laughs> so. I I don't know. I don't know his financial situation. I think a lot of those football players that played in the eighties and nineties have a lot less money than we think they have, though. So I do think like financially. I think unless Shadur were to go like top 10, I think it makes a lot of sense for Deion Sanders to continue to coach, especially if he's going to be tossed $10 million. Yeah. Colorado would hate Michigan State if they sniped Deion Sanders. And they already do. So, right. I, I mean, the look at the way, I don't know if you guys saw the video of the way he left Jackson State. It's on Well Off Media. Shout out to his son. Uh, I mean, he literally left in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> It, you got to make the call. You got to make the call. Okay. Who's the top of the list? So here's the top of the list. I don't see how this guy says no. I don't think I'm saying his last name right. But if I am, shout out to me. Shout out to English. Kyle Whittingham, Utah. That's Ben Cart's guy. That's who I want. Yeah. Are, are they actually interested in him though, Cart? Like I haven't heard his name on any of the actual reports. No, I, I well, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I would I don't see why we wouldn't be because especially because this is what it is for me. The candidates that are on the list and are being brought up, it's like they do what Kyle Whittingham does, but just not as good as Kyle Whittingham has done it. Like they talk about building a program, recruiting, playing well, like defensive teams and just building a program that was not in a good place. Like Whittingham does, did that. And he's, you know, for me, it's even more impressive because, like, uh, I think people brought up the Coach Smith from Oregon State. Like, Oregon State just got, you know, good. Like, I think they won eight games last year. Like, they were pretty good. But, like, every single year, Whittingham is going head-to-head with the USC's and the UCLA's. And for all the hype that USC is getting, you know, uh, Utah is the team that's winning the Pac-12. So, uh, and, you know, all the hype that Oregon gets, it's Utah that's winning the Pac-12 and going to the Rose Bowl. 
So I really like Whittingham. Uh, we brought it up on one of the episodes and Utah Hive came to our comments and said that that's the most ass thing to think about. Like he would never leave us. He would never do any of this. And I'm like, okay, you're from Utah. <laughs> we That I truly believe we can pull the rank like we're Michigan State and you're Utah. He, he also makes him and Deion Sanders. By the way, Deion Sanders makes less than half of what Mel Tucker made and doesn't even know if Colorado can pay him. That's why I think, that's why I think it's realistic. But Kyle Whittingham also makes less than half what Mel Tucker makes. So it, to say he wouldn't leave is crazy. Money runs the world at the end of the day. Yeah, I if they spend money, it's got to be on somebody proven like that, though. Like if they're if they're going to hire Mike Elko, you got to pay him nothing. <laughs> if you're going to if you're going to hire one of these names, then, yeah, bring the money cannons out. I think they should. Uh, let me throw three quick names at you. Then we'll move to the next one. So uh, along the lines of Dion's list, this is a guy I was wondering if you were going to bust out at some point. Sonny Dykes, TCU. TCU kind of not looking as good as they were after they just lost Duggan, uh, like still there. The Big 12 is changing. Some of the better teams are moving to the SEC. TCU stuck in a Big 12 that I don't think anybody truly wants to be in anymore. Uh, he makes like $45 million right now, I believe. You'd have to pay him. But to me, that's like a guaranteed good coach that probably would leave for $70 million if Michigan State offered. Your thoughts, Cart? I mean, but isn't he like one of those? I mean, he had the college football playoff run last year. He had dug in and all them, but like outside of that, has he been that? Has he been that good? And I'm I'm genuinely asking because I'm I'm not familiar. So, I think so he coached Cap, which yeah, I like he was co- like which I live by. He does this everywhere he goes. He gets to a school and immediately they're really good and they have a run. But then when that group of players leaves, he doesn't know how to do it again. <laughs> Don't know. Aha. That sounds a lot like Mel Tucker without Zoom. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we got K Dub, we got Kenneth Walker and them dudes and had that one run and then blew it after that. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Now here's the two doomsdays. I've talked to you guys about one of these two. What I would do if I'm in the meetings uh, at Michigan State on what do we do to hire a football coach is I reach out to all these mid-tier guys. I tell them we're interested. I don't have to rush to pay Mike Elko. I don't have to rush to pay any of these dudes. Just I'm interested. We'll call you at the end of the season. I wait until the end of the season and I wait out two things. First, I see if Ohio state fires Ryan day. Cause if Michigan beats Ohio state, I believe they're going to fire Ryan day. And if Ryan day is available, that is absolutely my call immediately. Big 10 guy. We've seen Ohio state coaches go to other big 10 schools. Uh, I, I think he would immediately take it. I don't think you'd have to pay him 90 million, but I think you'd have to pay him. But immediately that's a switch that happens. The guy's in the playoff pretty much every single year, even while losing to Michigan. Like his teams are going to win nine games a year in the Big Ten. You guys don't like that, Car. You hate Ryan Day. I just think that Ryan, it, it, I obviously he's the coach of the football team and you know he has to do things and pull strings to make that program go. But I really think he's just a puppet for Ohio state football, all the, all the work is done by the assistants, bringing in the talent and everything. If anything, Ryan day really has to only do one thing, right. And he's managed to blow that the past couple of years. Counterpoint. Does it matter that he's a puppet? He's bringing his assistants with him. We want a good puppet. If the good is he puppet his, wins is, nine is games. He? I don't know, because I feel like if Ryan day leaves, they're going to give the job to Hartline. And really I want Brian Hartline. Yeah. 
I don't know. Dion, what do you think? Oh, well, I just want to say if Ryan Day were to leave, the that group of coaches that I the, the list I made for you guys is immediately getting called by Ohio State. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not going to be afraid to spend the money. But um, I mean, he's better than any coach on you guys' list. Like I I, I don't I mean opinions of Ryan Day aside, like I'd rather have him than Mike Elko. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, wait, gee, real quick. One, one wrench to kind of put in that, that thing. If we do wait, I guess, and these might be rumors, but there's already murmurs that if Jimbo at Texas A&M starts sputtering towards the end, like Elko is going to go to Texas A&M. They've already put feelers out for him. Who cares? It's Mike Elko. <laughs> like, I'm, like I cannot say this enough. It is. There are a thousand Mike Elkos. There just are like every I, coach you named on that list was Mike Elko before Mike Elko. You fine. just said Sonny Dykes. Like fine. Mike Elko just did exactly what Sonny Dykes just did. Mike Elko went to the college football playoff. I'm saying he's made a successful football team at Duke. They lost right. four it, games in the ACC last year. Okay, <laughs> like the Sonny Dykes comment was a little bit too far. But what look, I'm saying is they, like – They went 8-4 and four in the regular season in the ACC. That's not some milestone achievement. I get it. Like, he's at Duke. Duke's supposed to suck at football. They were a middle-of-the-pack ACC football team. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe that's his ceiling. We don't know. Or maybe it's the sign of things to come. It's a crapshoot. I don't know. I'm just if you want Mike Elko, you can get a Mike Elko anytime. You are Michigan State, man. Like you're I don't get it. Like I literally feel like I'm talking to you and you're just like willingly saying, like, yeah, I my football team's a poverty program. That's it right now it is. It is. They, they have is it more not? money than anyone, Carter. It's a shitty situation. We're not bringing someone into a great spot. Colorado just won one game last year and hired Deion Sanders for half the price that you guys are paying Mel Tucker. And they've already, I mean, there's so much different stuff going on with what Deion's doing at Colorado outside of his actual salary. He's probably making more than any, he's probably making more than any coach in the country right now. All in all. Are we saying Boulder, Colorado, Boulder, Boulder, Colorado is a bigger market than Michigan state. I mean, it's it's not, but Dion is the market, right? Which like, is Dion what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you, you can do that for somebody else. Like Dion, bring Dion Sanders in. But by the way, if Texas A&M was to choose Mike Elko over Jimbo Fisher, then you guys should just choose Jimbo Fisher. Like, for like, sure, hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, I would call Bob Huggins, honestly. at this point like just give me someone i trust in a locker room uh the final doomsday scenario i i had here uh the same thing with ryan day but let's just let's just say it i don't think it's gonna happen but it could bama doesn't want nick saban anymore it could happen if this team sputters to like a seven and five season which is absolutely possible with these quarterbacks saban probably is like i don't want to do this anymore so I would assume Saban, if he leaves Alabama, he doesn't want to coach anywhere else. That would be my belief. But also Saban is a petty MFer. Like if if Alabama sours on Saban, he probably doesn't want that to be the last note of his career. He wants to go out on his terms. He coached at Michigan State previously. You would have to make him the highest paid coach in the country to come coach at Michigan State. But I think Michigan State could do that. Is Is there any world where that happens at all? I don't see it. 
<laughs> I I just don't see him leaving Bama ever. Like even if he went seven and five, he's just not leaving Bama. Why? Why is everyone involved with Michigan State acting like this is Duke? <laughs> like what? Why? Why you guys? I'm you guys, glad y'all think we can get Saban, but like, what? What are we talk? Like, we're just throwing out the best coaches in the country. I I don't personally think that we can do that, but I'm glad that y'all think we can. I'm not saying you could steal him from Bama if they want him. I'm saying I think there's a world Bama doesn't want him. Like they they need to have a bad year this year, but they are on pace for that. They almost lost to South Florida last week. Like they <laughs> they literally might can him. That, like if Kirby Smart's just winning national championships and Nick Saban's going seven and five, they're gonna get rid of him. Yeah, I mean, I I I, I don't see a world where they get rid of him even if they go seven and five. Okay, Texas and Oklahoma on the way too. Like the yeah. SEC is gonna be a bloodbath next year. If you I, can't win it this yeah. year, you're not beating. You're not winning it next year. There's no way. I I think that fan base is crazy. Like I just I think they would do some sort of quote-unquote mutual parting away. Saving would be oh, it, oh, it, oh, 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 that fan base is out of their mind. They lost that game, and I, <laughs> I I looked up an article, and they were showing, like, clips of the local Alabama news radio, and you would have thought they wanted Nick Saban stoned at, at at noon on the Hill. Like, they, they were livid. Yeah, I love that. I love that. <laughs> I love I love that. that. All right, great, <laughs> great start to the show today. We did, like, 45 minutes on that. I love it. I love your list. Uh, let's go to that topic number two. What do we got? Uh, we're going to do, I'm going to save the fun hypothetical because I, I I think the fun hypothetical is really good. You guys actually might think it's dumb. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I thought of it at 530 this morning, but I just wanted to, the, the first one, I want to do a temp check. I like talking about the lines with you guys. I think you guys both get pretty fair opinions going into Sunday. What's the temp check? Where are we at? Do we still think they'll win the division? Um, Jared Goff, by the way. Sonny Dykes uh, coached him at Cal. No big deal. <laughs> That's <laughs> no big deal. But where are we at with Jared Goff, too? You want to go first, G? I want you to go first. You're our in-house Lions expert. Okay. Uh, honestly, I'm like I, I don't know what temp you want to put. I'm good. I'm at the per- I'm at the perfect body temp. I'm I'm okay. Uh, the thing for me with the Lions is that I'm sick of us carrying ourselves like we're some ass team. Like, we're going to be okay. We're one and one. And people go from, oh, we're going to win the Super Bowl to, oh, here we go again. We're the same old shitty Lions. Like, there's an in-between. We're not going to go 16-0, and 0, folks. Like, it sucks that we have injuries. Every single team has injuries. The Browns just had their star running back lose his leg. You go to every single game, someone's lose. Like, Joe Burrow, calf injury. There's injuries all over the NFL. Honestly, even this season alone, it's been mind-boggling to me that, Every team has just had been hit with injuries. There's not a team that hasn't been in my eyes. So it's 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 going to be okay. I still feel really good about this football team. And because we're not the same old Lions, it's it's not the huge drop-off that we had last year. Like last year when someone got hurt, we were bringing up Amazon workers from the practice squad to play. That's not necessarily the case now. We have actual depth at some positions, and we're going to be okay. Um you know, Jared Goff throws his first pick in 900 attempts or whatever it is. And people are like, oh, no, this is what this is why we don't pay golf. This is why we don't do this. It's it's just like you need to just bring it back a little bit. We're going to be OK. We're going to win this Sunday, too. So that that's a that's a damn sure. You think I'm scared of Desmond Ritter coming in the fourth field? Ha! I'm not like we're going to beat those guys and it's going to be OK. Lions are still a good football team. 
that's basically where I'm at. Uh, yeah, I I'm annoyed by certain elements. I don't want to see Seattle again. I'll say that as clearly as I can. I never want to see those guys. I think they have our number. It's just weird. I think if we play that game a hundred times, the Lions win 97 of them. But weird shit happened against Seattle last year and this year. Uh, respect to those dudes. Good football team. They play better than they should. Respect. No, no respect to those dudes for me. Okay. The Falcons. <laughs> I think the Falcons stink. I think they're two and zero, but they stink. I think Ritter has been the second worst quarterback in the league, uh, only ahead of Kenny Pickett this season. And I, I, I expect the Lions to like statement victory. This, like, I kind of teased it before the Chiefs game, but uh, I said. Early on, I felt strongly like a, an early loss might be the best thing for this group because the hype had gotten really, really high. And then when they beat the Chiefs, the hype was really, really high. I'm bummed they lost because it was an opportunity to like cement that they're way out ahead of the division. But the rest of the division stinks anyway. Like we don't need to win the division in week two. We can win the division in week five if we just take care of business. And I'm hopeful injuries aside, I think that was a wake up call for a lot of people. Like we actually got to show up. Uh, I am scared by all the injuries, but I know that's happening everywhere. Gardner Johnson is a huge loss to me. I think Montgomery is a huge loss. I get we just spent on a running back, but they clearly don't want to hand the ball to Jameer Gibbs ever. Like, I think Craig Reynolds is going to get 20 carries this week. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm a little scared just off injuries, but I still think they're a good football team. I'm not worried. I've never heard of Craig Reynolds. <laughs> as a fantasy football guy that just threw me for a loop i'm gonna check waiver wise <laughs> he's but, gonna uh, get touches it jameer gibbs might be the worst pass blocking running back in the nfl that i think that's why they don't give him touches it's not so much like a we don't want to give you touches it's like if you can't do this when we're a pass first offense we can't run the ball with you either yeah they've been gassing him up like he's like they're gonna use him as a slot receiver like incredibly like full time. And then he was wide open on a critical third down. He just dropped the ball. So like, <laughs> I don't really know what to make of it anymore. I don't think he's that good. Like, I just don't, I, I hope he is, but I, I don't think he's that good. And I think we drafted a, not that good running back 12th overall when we could have just taken B. John Robinson at eight. That's killer. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think he was that good at Bama, to be honest. I don't know what you guys thought about him at Bama. But I didn't think he was that good. I don't know. He's just got to catch the ball. I do. Uh, I, I'm excited for the B. John Gibbs game, though. I think there's going to be a little like I'm the best running back off there. And I, I think there's a I'm, chance if, if Gibbs steps up, there will be tweets sent. I think there's a chance both guys score two touchdowns. I would advise you to place a two touchdown parlay Gibbs and B. John. Love that. Love a little that. sprinkle. All right. Fun hypothetical time. Please. You guys love ready? a good hypothetical. Hypothetical. This, this ain't even a hypothetical. It's seven fifteen in the morning. My brain's <laughs> up. They're a loop. So you guys haven't had a sleepers bet since what that Chelsea City game like two years ago? Am I uh, wrong on that? No. So no. let's come up with a sleepers bet. I got I got one idea. <laughs> I could only come up with one idea. So Michigan State is better than Michigan at basketball, or slated to be better than Michigan at basketball this year, right? Correct. Yes. Michigan is clearly the better football team. Correct. What if we did combined wins? Whoever has the least amount of combined wins has to do something. That's fun. I'm that is kind to, of fun. But... I'm willing to throw a spread on it if uh, G were to want a spread, obviously, because there's a lot more basketball games. And if it pushes, I'm willing to do the, the loss. Ooh, okay. I okay. love this. I love this. 
Wait, so it, okay, so Michigan State at minimum is probably going to win twenty for basketball twenty two games at minimum. Yeah, I think that's fair, but I'm also I'm just warning you straight up right now, Car. I'm going to go into like. I'm trying to negotiate and kill you mode now. So everything mm-hmm. I say from here on out is going to be like me trying to put myself in the best position here. Okay. Say that again. Right, say, say, say what you just said again, cart. Worst case scenario, Michigan state basketball wins 22 games. I think worst case scenario, they win 29 games. This is the top four team in the country. Like why, why are we now downplaying this? Yeah. You are in killer mode, huh? <laughs> I had them at saying. 26. I had them at 26 for what it's worth. I did a little math in my head. All right, let's split it. Let's call it 25. That's incredibly low. Incredibly low. They won won 21 games last year. They have an easier schedule. I might need all 25 of those. Michigan State might not win a football game. Yeah, that's the more interesting part is how many many football games do they win? They're going to be underdogs in every game, I assume. Yeah. Well, when does Um, Mike Elko sign? Okay, so let's let's do this. Let's do this. Let's call it we'll call it five football wins, twenty-five basketball, so thirty. It includes postseason play. I don't know if you're factoring that in cart. Like Oh, it includes like tournament too? Yeah. Okay, uh, maybe we Bart Bart Torvik's like future cast game by game predicts them to win twenty-five games. That's okay, so I all right, so I had I had it about right. Let's just do regular season, though, Dion. Let's leave the tournament out of it. Okay, because so, that would give me a leg up because Michigan might not make it. So, well, then, <laughs> then I propose the punishment, the punishment. I mean, we can do tournament, G, if you want to do that. It's talking about cutthroat. I mean, so okay, does postseason get eliminated for everything? Because Michigan probably makes the college football playoff. I was assuming postseason counts. For everything for what okay we can do post i mean no but- i I don't want postseason because there's six potential games for michigan state basketball there's only two for michigan okay well that's where the spread comes in or the <laughs> <laughs> all right no let's let's call call it 30 i think 30 30 for michigan state all together and then for michigan football no college football playoff probably probably 10 i was gonna say 11 10 10 and 2 Penn, like State, Penn, State. Penn State's pretty good. Ohio State's pretty good. Okay, I'll give you 10. And then Michigan basketball? 15. I think, huh? 15? I was going to say 18. 18 means they're in the tournament. Does it? Probably. Uh, I think it's 15, Cart. Like, I, I think they're 15. I think they're a 500 basketball team. They play 30 games. I think they win half. Can you give me 17? No. Okay. Can you give me 18? Definitely not. Okay. But wait, uh, how, what are we, what are we even negotiating? Like if I, if I land on 15 plus 10 is 25 for Michigan and you're 30 for Michigan state, what are we even doing? What do we do with yeah, 30 how's that work? 25? How's that work beyond? So, so this <laughs> the spread would then be, well, that like plus five that G gets, and if they land on those numbers, then I do the punishment. Yeah, we can't do a half because we need no, you, you can't potentially. Okay. I also propose the punishment should be, and this really kills me. By the way, you have to you have to live in a sports book for the first forty eight hours of March Madness. 
<laughs> so I, sports book. Yeah, I, like, I, I want to do like that. no hotel room either, Cart. Like they, <laughs> you have to sleep wherever. <laughs> you have to sleep in that chair or couch, and you have to figure it out. Yeah, you gotta you gotta hide if they try to kick you out. I already know the one I would choose, by the way. Like I have a very specific vision of where I would hide and where I would go. Uh I I don't think we can commit to that. Maybe secret sharing spoiling oh. some news, but uh, that's that's on know, me. We might have some plans that week. Yeah, 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 but we could but we could do something as far as actual punishment, aka I don't know, making making G drink a whole gallon of almond milk. I don't know. <laughs> I think I <laughs> I would want you to drink a glass of milk on camera every episode we do for a month. Okay. I'd want well, could mine be you drink a cocktail every day on here for a month? Yeah. What do you think I'm gonna not look forward to that? <laughs> I just I didn't think I didn't think you were trying to start every day with a cocktail, to be honest. We do record these at nine a.m. in the morning. Yeah, I mean, make a little mimosa. That's true. Honestly, right, a mimosa an episode would be electric. Bloody Mary, like there's, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of ways you could go with that. I actually, I, okay, can we actually put in the bet? But I can think of the punishment. No, I want to think of the punishment. I'm sorry. I have a so I was thinking. I'm always thinking about this. Like I'm just always constantly going through my life thinking of ways I could torture you if I win a bet against you. So. Mm-hmm. Last week I had one where I want you to have to go to a golf course and basically you have to play golf until you beat a certain score. Like if you finish nine holes and you don't beat the score or no, this was it. I'm sorry. Not even score. Like you're you're just stuck at a golf course until you complete a task and it might take you like all day. That's where my head was at. But what I uh, what I want it to be, I want it to be speed golf. Like I want you to, you're on you're on T number one. You have to play nine holes in an hour, and it, every ball that goes out of bounds, like if you lose a ball, that's a minute penalty, and you have to you have to complete nine holes in sixty minutes. And if you don't, you just have to go back to the first tee and keep doing it. You can't leave. I'll be, I'll be there for a week straight. What if he had to finish a hole in under four minutes, no cart? Like he has to run it. Would like carry my bag? Yeah. Oh yeah. I like or that. You, I'd rather do the almond milk one. <laughs> I think I'm I'm locking in on the golf. In some form, you have to like do speed golf until you break. Can, can, uh, can we do it not speed golf? Can you do it like I gotta stay there until I do something? Okay, we could do I mean, I could just make you stay at a driving range until you hit a hole in one. At a driving range, and there's no. There's yeah, no there is a driving range. Is yeah, there? like the little, the like the hundred yard shot. There's a there's a green with a hole, and you need to make a hundred yard chip or shot, iron shot, and you just have to keep paying for balls if you don't until you do. <laughs> okay, I can get I can I can get down with that. And yeah, obviously you gotta like stream it. Okay, I can do that. God, see, I don't, I don't constantly think of punishments for you. Yeah, I mean, that's, I never that's why, that's why we're different. <laughs> yeah, maybe because honestly, I never won the bets either. Um, so I'm getting Michigan plus eight games, and if five, it's eight, five, if it's eight, five. Oh, I thought we agreed to eight. No, we agreed to five. Mm, can we twenty five and thirty? 
split the middle, call it seven? Uh, no, we're just going to agree to five. How about eight, but we count postseason? Because you're, I'll, you're... I'll do seven, but count postseason. I need eight because you could win six extra, and that's game over. That's I can't let you win. I can do seven with postseason. Well, Cart, you could that would count the Big Ten tournament too. That's literally like nine extra. Oh yeah, that's true. That's I mean that's true. You could literally get ten extra. I need eight. Yeah, you you should have agreed to that one pretty quickly. Okay, especially you. No, actually, no, I can't do that. I can do seven, not eight. All right, then we're not doing postseason. I think you just missed your opportunity to win the bet, though. Like it's all going to come down to Michigan State making a tournament run. I hate this position I'm in. So we're doing <laughs> we're doing six. I get six games. I get six. No postseason. I get six. Michigan plus six. No postseason. All right, deal. Your agent here for a second, Cart. Yeah, sure, please. So. I think my client wants the eight with the postseason. Because, like, like Cart, let's talk this one out loud. Do we think Michigan beats Georgia? No. Do we think Michigan beats who's number two right now? Florida State? They could, yes. If if you were betting on the game tomorrow, who would you bet? Florida State. But that comes from a different spot. Fair enough. But my point is, realistically they have to beat ohio state to get a postseason win and their only postseason win is going to be the big 10 championship michigan state could lose the first round of the big 10 tournament probably still be a two or three seed and get to smoke some team in the first round of the ncaa tournament all right i'll, I'll agree to eight i i've already retracted that offer all right. Hell yeah. We right. we agreed to say also the it, crazy Dion has been like my biggest advocate in all spots. And here he is negotiating against <laughs> me. I'm rattled but by this. I, I had to play both. He knows sides. I need he knows I need it. All right. So the, the deal is Michigan plus six games, football and basketball. Love this bet. Love this hypothetical. Uh Cart's punishment for me is pending. My punishment for him is he has to stay at a driving range and keep buying golf balls until he makes a hole in one. I'll have to find a driving range that actually has a hole by where the flag is. I've never seen those. Every, you, you've just <laughs> Every never made it in the hole. Goal one. You've just never gotten that close to a hole, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I only go to one. I only go to two driving ranges. Also, like, I don't mean to just pile on you here, but like, mm -hmm. with the with the way you've been hitting your irons, you're not ever gonna make one. Mm -mm. No chance. So what happened? Like when we get to nighttime, what happens? I mean, they'll eventually they'll close, and I guess I'll just have to come back in the morning and just keep it going until it happens. Yeah, I'll probably be there for a month. If you get a day into it, I'll allow you to throw the ball instead of golfing it. Okay, bet. Okay, all right. I love this. This is great. Thank you, Dion. Great show today, that boy D Hill. Let's go to one big thing presented by Big B. Big B. Uh, hopefully, Dion got some Big B this morning in Oregon when he woke up at like five thirty to make this work for us. We appreciate it. Uh, let's let our guest go first today. What's your one big thing, Dion? So um, I'm not a huge traveler. I'm just going to throw that out there. I really, I've really only ever traveled when I play basketball, and I don't normally drive in other states. So this is my first time driving in another state. Oregon has this thing where you can't turn right at every red light. I don't know if Michigan has that also. But you can't really turn right at any red light. I've almost ran about 30 red lights in my rental car. Luckily, point guard. So my awareness is on a 10. If I was like a two guard or a three guard like Jaden Akins, 
I mean, we'd have a lot of tickets coming the way of the rental car. Just gonna throw that out. You you did everything in your power to throw Jay Nakins in there, and I <laughs> I honestly respect it. Uh, I, what rental car do you have? Just I just that's all I want to know. Uh, they threw me in. <laughs> I, I hate rental cars because. Like in my car, I have custom speakers, and that's the only reason I like my car. Like I could care less about any other feature in my car, but they threw me in this Mazda. I have to turn the volume up to like eighty to sort of hear the bass drop on any song. It's ridiculous. I'm sorry, you got to go through that. <laughs> I, I was expecting your one big thing to be that you're not a round robin guy. Can we address that quickly? Yeah. So. I just want to apologize to all the people out there for the round robin. The reason it's not my one big thing, though, G, is I found out yesterday you can do round robins for anything. I, I thought it I thought it had to be like home runs. I thought it had to be goal scores, touchdown scores. I didn't know I could just do spreads and make a round robin. So I'm kind of back in on round robins. I just have to figure out where my lane is with them. Yeah, I also discovered this. I think uh, I think the play is to round robin like slight money line underdogs. That's my current move. Just like plus one to 200 max. And we got to figure out the right pairings. Like, I don't think we need to be betting twos. I think we need to be betting threes and fours and stagger it the right way. So we'll, uh, we'll talk, we'll, we'll talk offline about this. We'll figure it out. Uh, for my one big thing today, I want to put some respect on McDonald's hash browns. In fact, I've had this here, this entire episode, uh, just kind of looking at me and I've been Is waiting it cold now. Yeah, it is cold now. That's Damn. Really now. Now, prior to the show starting, I had two that were hot and they were great. This is the third one. It's now cold, but I really love McDonald's hash browns. McDonald's breakfast slept on a little bit. McDonald's coffee, honestly, surprisingly good. Uh, I would just like to eat this hash brown for my one big thing today. So that's what I'm going to do as you do your one big thing. I, that also gives me an insight into how those mules and tequila shots went last night uh, that you're smacking your third hash brown from McDonald's on the show. Oh, second, second one big thing for me. I'm not a tequila guy anymore. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's just a total I'm washed old thing. Like my my thing for a full decade was if I take a shot, I want it to be shitty silver tequila. Like Carter knows this from all the trips with me. Like I literally, I don't order good tequila. I want it to hurt. It's going to be what it is. I, if you even bring me a lime, I'm insulted. Um, so like that's been it. And I've enjoyed that. And I would like on a good drunk night, like four or five of those are going down. Last night, little friend, nice little visit, come to meet the baby for the first time. We had a great little night. It was beautiful. All that, yada, yada. Start playing some music. Football's on. Let's go take tequila shot. Okay. We took about three in the kitchen. I'm not built for this anymore. I knew in the moment I wasn't built for it anymore. I just, it's like. It's like I ran an out route that I've ran a thousand times in my life and I just don't have the separation anymore. That's how I feel. So uh sad day for me. Third hash brown. Shout out to McDonald's hash browns. Damn, bro. I've been there. I want to suggest uh try Bacardi. It's 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 the older you get, the better Bacardi gets. I like that. I'll give that I'm a try. sick. I'm watching my dog turn into Adam Thielen with tequila. That's actually crazy. Uh kind of look like him too. Uh, my one big thing is that uh, someone said to me last or like last week, I think it was when I said the Snapchat out to one of the Snapchat groups that I'm in that you shouldn't wear socks with like your your slippers. Like, do you all have Ugg slippers or any type of slippers? Yes. That you shouldn't wear socks with those. And that's just a weird concept to me, because if you're wearing like some slippers and your feet get like warm and sweaty and then your slippers get nasty and they let me know that. 
slippers make it so that they don't get nasty, but I can't trust that. So my one big thing is that if you're wearing slippers, do not raw dog them. Okay. Put some socks on. That's a culture thing, Cart. Um, this, <laughs> like, that's just two two worlds or, or two two Americas. Is that what they call it? That's just a cool thing. <laughs> I have I have never worn socks with my slippers ever, and I never will. I've never not worn socks with my slippers. <laughs> that, well, there and there we go. Yeah, it's a like, thing. That, that's a two Americas thing. <laughs> there it is, just a culture thing. Uh, okay, uh, Riley Davis, as we said, Riley Fridays. Obviously, we miss him. We love Riley Davis. Hopefully, they're having a baby right now. Uh, if they do have their baby sometime today or in the next week, he's not coming back on the show for the foreseeable future. So, uh, Dion, I would like to verbally extend you the offer to basically be an every Friday appearance on this show for as long as you would like. No pressure, but uh, that is officially on the table, my friend. I accept. And moreover, I want to add to this contract. I want you guys, fam underscore 33, and everyone else of that Discord, hold me accountable. I need to not only learn how to use Discord, I need to be the most active person in that Discord. Wow. That's what I wanted to hear. I appreciate that. Uh, Cart, I do feel like your spirits have turned over the course of this episode, by the way. Do you agree? Do you echo my sentiments there? Yeah. Also, just got a text from TJ saying I got sneaky drunk last night. I'm sick he didn't send me that, man. Like, I can't get the credit for that. He's got to go back channels talking about the <laughs> night he had. Brutal. All right. Uh, have a great Friday, everybody. We'll be in the Discord. Link to join in the description. We'll see you next Monday. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.